with me this time is logan i feel like i've been pretty regular you have been pretty regular there's only been like three episodes or four episodes ever without you on it yeah well you're here anyway this time here i am um you didn't have any like letter kenny or other language intro uh waiting for uh, I think some new episodes are on the way. It sounded like, unless I misinterpreted social media. Already? Yeah. Interesting. I thought right? that we were just going to get a holiday and that would be it. I mean, maybe that's what's coming, but either way, there will be more material. So. It, it needs to be approved, uh, improved on from that last, uh, that last season. There. Right. Um, but this is a wrestling podcast and yeah. we're here to talk about wrestling mm-hmm. and as I'm scrolling through the internets, uh, I just happened to see a shirt that says stop tweeting stupid shit and that has nothing to do with wrestling, but I want it. <laughs> It'd be a pretty good wrestling shirt though. It would be. Maybe for Mario Rollins or oh, yeah. <laughs> or Frank Shamrock, I guess more likely or more mm. likely. Uh, more likely, likely, likely. Um, so we've got an event coming up next weekend, but if we don't talk about it right now, it'll be over by the time we do a preview for it. So we oh, can right. start with that, because, you know, timetables and whatnot. Yeah, why the heck not? Um, We have TLC. And mm-hmm. as of right now, I think there's only three matches officially. I'm very glad you brought that up, um, because before we started breaking down what little is known of the card, um, some... Uh, I mean, I don't know that there's ever news in wrestling unless it's like reported by the companies themselves. But there was uh, a little uh, rumor, I guess, uh, uh, some rumor mill churning about why specifically the TLC card um, is being put together so last minute. Uh, Apparently, 
the powers that be, aka Vince and Just Vince, um, have determined that um, no longer do people care about the builds as a whole of pay-per-view and most network sales or signups, uh, even if they're brand new, like free trials, um, happen day of or weekend of the pay-per-view. And so in order to try to drive those up, they're holding off until like week of the pay-per-view to try to see if that will spike new network subscriptions and signups. Well, didn't they also uh, silently release the free tier of WWE Network? Oh, did they? They did. From what I've heard, yes. I've still got my my premium membership mm-hmm. for a couple more days. Do you know what's on that? The free? I have no idea. I uh, wouldn't have access to the free because I have the regular. I guess I could go and like just not sign on. Well, I didn't know if they had put out a... Uh... Uh, if somebody had like figured out what exactly is in the tiers, no, I didn't. I didn't read. I saw some. Um, I saw some headlines. I didn't read anything because I try to stay pure from the, that the sports entertainment world. You know, I'm a wrestling mm-hmm. fan, right? Um. Also, there was something else. What was it? Mentioned that. Yeah, Vince McMahon's a crazy pants. Mm-hmm. What? The XFL season cannot come soon enough. Yeah, yeah. Get him out of there. Um, yeah, I don't really know what else to say about any of that. That's the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I mean, on the one hand, it's, it sort of makes sense. I think it's wrong, and they'll learn that, but... On the other uh, hand, it doesn't make any sense. I sort of see it being worth a shot in this day and age where I, there's no risk in doing like an experiment for a month. And especially on what's typically not a particularly keen show, TLC. December's show has always been weak because it's sh- sandwiched in between Survivor Series and the Rumble. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. I could see it being worth a shot um yeah i think the easiest way to sell network subscriptions is to just have a good product but you know <laughs> i know um so this tlc card we've got yeah, what, what do we have officially we have the new day versus the revival that'll be a hot match uh yeah i think so I mean, I know so. It's going to be great Mm -hmm. because we're finally getting it. Um, Right. Now, I don't know what the stipulations are. Mm -hmm. If there are any, this might just be a regular match, which is fine. I think the Revival does best in regular matches. Yes? Yes. They don't need the gimmicks. No. Um, we have Roman Reigns versus Baron Corbin in a tables, ladders, and chairs match. I actually think that this match could surprise Corbin. You know, for as like much as everybody hates Corbin and everybody likes to like talk shit about Corbin, 
like the guy draws heat like he's a heel that people actually don't like oh 100 percent. and I there can... is something to be said about that i think certainly vouch for that <laughs> <laughs> um and every once in a while he really like does something that's like i know he does a lot of things that are just like okay that's awful and a lot of it isn't his fault like Baron Corbin is a perfect example of what Vince McMahon finds humorous. Mm-hmm. But like every once in a while, he like does something and it's like, oh, okay, that was kind of good. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like mm-hmm. some of his athleticism, which I'm thinking he maybe isn't like using quite so much of is kind of impressive. And I've never been like just totally like screw Baron Corbin. I've kind of like not wanted to see him sometimes. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I thought that like the weird like bartender gimmick thing was kind of stupid yeah now that he's wearing wrestling gear again it's a little bit better yeah now that they're allowed to be called wrestlers in wwe again i don't know if you heard right. about that i didn't but good yeah um but i don't know i mean it's good to see a a heel that people don't cheer for other than yeah Seth rollins yeah I'll also say in defense of this of Corbin and this match, um, I think not just recently, but I think just about his entire main roster run dating back to the early days on the blue brand. um, The formula for like what has been a, a, a formula for sleeper success has been Baron Corbin plus gimmick. Right. So like have him as a third in a triple threat or uh, have him as a member in like some like six man tag match or have him in like some sort of gimmick match. And like he's one of the he's not like the worst, but he's he's kind of like dull one on one. But with like with putting up some smoke and mirrors and stuff, uh, he's got a decent track record. Yeah, he does. I agree. Uh, They kind of like completely ruined him when he blew the cash in for Money in the Bank, I think. Mm -hmm. But, uh, I mean, he's recovered about as well as I guess one could. Right? Right. I don't know. I, I think they missed a real opportunity with that. Yeah. Um, I'll also say that um, Roman can and has shown that he can at times uh, put on good matches. Also kind of in that um, Baron Corbin realm of if there's some like crushes to lean on. But also just without him sometimes. I mean, he's... I, I don't know that this one, I don't know that this is the stage for it, but uh, Roman's one of the better, like, big match feel guys that they have. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think this one has a match to over deliver. Did you see what Chris Jericho said about Roman Reigns? I have not. So he somebody asked him how Roman Reigns were doing at AEW, 
Mm-hmm. And his response, and I believe this to be true, was that in AEW, there aren't writers. There aren't people creating your character for you. You're doing it yourself. Mm-hmm. And his belief is that he would get over much better just being able to be who Roman Reigns is because Ra- Roman Reigns, like the person, is like a cool like person. Yeah. And what WWE is trying to get them to do is, you know, the character cocking his wrist. <laughs> yeah. Reigns, and that's mm-hmm. stupid. Yeah. So, I don't know. It'd be interesting. But I, at that being said, um, I don't see Roman going anywhere. And I don't blame him at all. Oh, yeah. I agree 100%. Um, also... It has come to light that uh, Mox and Roman still stay in contact. However, Mox and Rollins do not. Interesting. Does that surprise you at all? Um. No. When I heard it initially, I was kind of like, huh. And then I was like, no, that makes sense. Like after thinking yeah, about it for I, like a second. I sort of get it. And I think the story here, um, unfortunately for like people who love the drama, isn't that Seth and Dean don't keep in touch because it was never reported that they were particularly close. However, uh, Ambrose and, and Reigns were always, uh, it was always reported that they had, uh, were legitimately close and so I, I guess i don't find any of that surprising i feel like rollins was probably more just like a work friend mm. if even ever at that level um and yeah i don't know i don't find that surprising at all yeah i could see like a lot of people probably not being friends with uh, seth rollins if i'm honest i mean i think he's got the thing is people mm. want to pair them mentally because they're of the shields they were like the indie circuit guys but they were never in the same promotion uh it was kind of like um, they were also not well i don't think roman was really in the indies was he no he wasn't no no uh rollins kind of i mean rollins was in like ring of honor right yeah i want to say that it was on uh it was either on like a shields documentary or rollins documentary or a uh, uh, an Ambrose. Although if we're talking about WWE, I'll use the WWE name. Um, thing on the the network where they talked about um how they both kind of arrived at FCW at similar times, and there was uh it was almost a like rivalry of sorts. I wish I could dig that up. I think I think it is the the Seth Rollins twenty four seven. That came out after his return in 2016. Um, but I think that's when it was. But yeah, I mean, they weren't, they don't really have a history. And um, I think other than like working together, I don't, I don't think that they ever really had much of a relationship. Right. And then Rollins came from like the crazy shit. He was never in like a big promotion though, was he? Like even like a bigger, like other than WWE promotion. I Who's mean, that, Ambrose. Mox? Yeah, Mox. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> like, the biggest thing he did was, like, CZW, right? 
CCW, um, Dragon Gate USA. Okay. Um, I mean, he did like the the biggest ones that aren't like I don't think Evolve was quite a thing yet. Um, so he did the biggest like non Ring of Honor PWG promotions. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how we got like this far off track. I guess we were talking about Roman Reigns. And... Uh, I think that's a juicy news bit, actually. Yeah. Um, I mean, well, even though I just prefaced it by saying there's not really a story here, and I think all of this information was already laid out before us from everything we knew. Um, right. But no, that no, that's interesting. Um, where do, was that? Was that just a reported? Uh, on like the dirt sheets or I think it was, was in it? my Google feed. I don't know who it came from. Gotcha. Or like how much like validity is there is to it. It's just... I don't know if it's I could buy if it actually came right from Mox because he has like let some nuggets slip when he's done spots. Um, I, yeah. Um, and I'm sure because like Rollins things... doesn't seem like the guy who's like good at making friends. I'm sure things get like blown out of proportion too. Like I could see this even stemming from him having done an interview and them be like, so if you like kept in touch with anybody uh, in the locker room since you left, you'd be like, yeah, you know, I talked to Roman every now and then uh, we're still good buddies and stuff. And then the host or whatever saying like, okay, yeah, that one makes sense. Anybody else at all? And be like, no, that's pretty much it. And then suddenly just that gets blown into oh not friends with rollins hates rollins oh marital problems and, with renee young because he doesn't talk to her right <laughs> which really all he said was that he kept up with roman so i could see it also like having been something like that i don't know this seems like it needs to be looked into a little bit but yeah i don't think him and, and rollins were ever all that close to begin with yeah well and again i don't think that like rollins is probably close with like a lot of people on the roster i'm sure there's like a couple but he seems like the kind of guy who has trouble making friends just because he's kind of a dipshit. Like, not like that he's a mean person, but I think mm-hmm. he, like, might not be good at, like, orchestrating, like, the words that he uses when he's talking to people. And I can see him, like, pissing a lot of people off. Yeah. Like, on accident. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, we're not all people mm-hmm. persons. Um, the final thing that's official for TLC is Bray Wyatt versus The Miz, which kind of just seems like holdover until Bray Wyatt versus Daniel Bryan again. Yeah. Which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I'm not super interested in this. Like, The Miz is kind of cool, like, a lot. Yeah, I don't know if it's just been because I, like, haven't been watching or uh whatever but it seemed like this is pretty out of nowhere yeah it's just uh like it it feels so out of nowhere that it 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 is so obviously just uh this is a a pause on the dan o'brien program well you know he was like kind of like a side he was kind of part of the daniel bryan stuff i don't know like, he was there sort of, like, trying to, like, cheer Daniel on for whatever reason, like, saying weird shit. But other than that, yeah, it's just weird. It doesn't... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what you do with him is. Like, 
they were doing he was doing such a good job and then all of a sudden like he turned baby face and it just got really kind of blah Mm -hmm. so you know way to ruin it yeah another guy who will probably never go outside of wwe um so some of the like the rumored things i guess are kind of like rusev and bobby lashley um becky lynch and charlotte versus the kabuki warriors um alistair black and buddy murphy the viking raiders versus the oc um those are things that could happen i guess Mm-hmm. but who knows yeah we'll see i mean i'm sure we'll get like three matches announced tomorrow yeah yeah like we'll probably get i know it's happening on raw i think because i saw a promo video for it on friday mm-hmm. but i bet we'll get like aj and ray even though the match is happening on raw too right it seems to be a very u.s title thing for them to do <laughs> beat it into the ground yeah fresh matchup let's do it uh like five times over the course of three weeks did you catch AEW this week did you ever notice i did <laughs> uh how'd you like that opener other than like the sound was complete shit yeah they've got some audio issues I don't know what it is. Sometimes the crowds are mic'd like too hot. Other times they're not mic'd at all. Other times the like microphones are weird when people are trying to talk into them. Right. Uh, I heard somebody compare it to ECW, mm. but for whatever reason, like you know, AEW's mm-hmm. got the budget to do better. They do, and like via their partnership with TNT, it's like I don't know, like they. I, I mean, I, it's it's AEW's crew. It's I don't think it's the Turner crew, but right. like certainly they would, they would have those resources at their disposal. And like right. NBA broadcasts are never weird like that. So, right. Anyway, I mean, the match itself was 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 good. That was a hot match. And, oh yeah. You uh, know what I was the most impressed of from the entire match? Uh, Dustin's tassels. No. <laughs> um. Sammy Guevara, Guevara, whatever, selling Sammy that freaking super kick. Yeah. Where he just like <laughs> went limp. Uh-huh. He didn't like make it goofy. He just was out. Mm-hmm. Like I saw a gif of it the other day and I'm like, oh my God. We found something that this guy's good at other than sticking out his tongue and looking like a freaking jackass. <laughs> I just want to hit him in the face every time I see him. Like I see like this picture of him right now in like the whatever you call it, the card kind of thing. The yeah. Justin or Dustin Rhodes versus, and the Young Bucks versus Guevara and whatever the shit they call Hamas or uh, LAX now. Proud and, and powerful. I He's sticking his tongue out and all I can think about doing is like uppercutting him and him biting his <laughs> tongue off. <laughs> yeah, but, he's... I, I, I think it's like at first... It was it was definitely go away heat, and the problem was I don't think he was necessarily a heel. And then he was clearly established as a heel, and it was still go away heat. And then you can kind of tell he's been working a lot with Jericho. And I think slowly but surely, it's he's kind of Corbining in front of our our eyes, where it's like 
Yeah, at first we were like, we didn't like you and you bored us. We still don't like you, but now we at least like kind of want to see you get beat up for it. I 100% see him turning face fairly soon. I could see it. I could see uh, after Jericho's title program, uh, like you know, after he drops it, um, the first feud being uh, he turns on Sammy because somehow Sammy cost him the belt or like something like that. I think he's going to turn on Sammy. Sammy's going to like stay there and then like, I don't know. He's I, I see Sammy like sticking around or like trying to like get back in and then like, I don't know, something else happening after that. I don't know. I don't know what I see. Mm-hmm. Something's going to happen. Something's going to happen. I think you're right about that. He's definitely going to go back to that panda shit though. Uh, do not want. He needs a panda shirt, but like nothing else ever. Mm-hmm. And, like, really just the tongue thing is, I don't know, man. I want to punch him in the face. <laughs> I guess that's, yeah, I guess he's doing a good job then, right? Yeah. Uh, We had Trent versus Ray Phoenix, and Trent's winning streak is over. It is, unfortunately, but you had to know that. I, they weren't just going to I feel like it. I, I mean, I don't know. It was planned. I think it was to elevate the team. Right. Um, And to really kind of build this feud a little bit, even though it's weird because like there is a a like uh, Lucha Brothers and best friends feud. But also um, Penta has beef with Chris Daniels. Um. And I, I mean, I, for one, like when a show acts like there's like interconnected storylines and like stuff's weaved in and weaved out mm-hmm. and it, and it feels like a cohesive show where all of these people share the same space instead of just a series of segments, which is often what you get with WWE programming. Right. Um, but yeah, I don't know how, <laughs> I don't know about that. Like, I feel like the... The Dan- I mean, I get it. He did a stretcher job because of Penta, but like, ultimately, SEU beat them in the tournament, got the belts, and then beat them again, sort of, in a triple threat like return match. And I know Daniels didn't necessarily get his revenge per se, but I don't think it was necessary. And it's it's like drawing uh, Penta away from like he should be more involved in this feud i don't need a side feud i am all for the pentagon and the phoenix like single stuff right i don't know this is maybe this is just nitpicking there's nothing actually wrong with it did you see that um that like tightrope kick that he did yeah that was i this guy is nuts man Mm -hmm. no this was this was a really fun match i just i i and these are like two of my favorite guys who I don't think are in a premier enough spot on their shows. Um, I'm not going to say in the industry because I think Phoenix is a legitimate star in the wrestling world. I mean, he was triple A's champion mm-hmm. um, for a while there, but yeah, I, I could, I could see, I don't know. And I just, I'm just into Trent. Like, like I said, revisiting that point from whenever ago it was, he's like, I don't know if it was most underrated, but he's like, he's the guy that he's like the best 
guy who's like never going to appear in somebody's like top five wrestlers in the world. And he might, he's just, he's really good. More Trent. Give me a Trent singles run. I think, I almost think no disrespect to the other two, but I almost think like maybe just orange and Chuck should be the comedy team. And like Trent could be, and he could be Trent could be like the serious contender. And if you just need them to be affiliated so you can do some multi-man matches, that's cool. But like maybe Trent should have, uh, like, I don't know. He could be serious. And I think he could too. So we're talking about, um, like AEW. So obviously like it's a good time to talk about releases. Yeah. Um, I am going to send you something um, that I just came across, actually, like, earlier tonight. Okay. Um, go ahead and read that, or take a look at it. You don't have to say anything. Um, I'll talk about the obvious right now. Um, Luke Harper... Uh, which one of the Kalisto? Was it Kalisto that was released? It was Sinkara. Sinkara, same thing. And um, uh, no, Kalisto would actually be a big deal if he was yeah. released. And um, the Ascension actually were released as well. Were they? They were. Okay. So I'm thinking that we're going to see some. Uh, I don't know. We're going to see some some guys popping up in the uh, AEWs and the probably not Ring of Honors based right. on the list that I just sent you. Yeah, from Mr. Dipshit. <laughs> <laughs> Joey Mercury is a treasure. Yeah, I agree. Uh, what do you think of that list? Uh, it's interesting. So what I'm looking at here is like Is it like a no-fly list or like a, let's see, really not spotlight any talent? So it's not like a, it's like a, that's weird. These are the guys that are going bye-bye from uh, Ring of Honor. Do we know who they're referring to when they say boys? Is that the Briscoes? Maybe. Because they're them boys? So... Just to fill in the audience. Um, oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> we have a text here from Mr. Dipshit, um, the guy in charge of uh, Ring of Honor. This isn't like something that I have. This is something Joey Mercury released. It online. took me a second. I'm like, who are you talking to? <laughs> um, and it says. Uh, it says, if you were not serious about re-signing. S. Taylor, make mm-hmm. H.J. aware, please, or have me do it. And we should really not spotlight any of the talent on this list. Brody, Cabana, Rhett, Shane Taylor, T.K. O'Ryan, Boys, and Tracy Williams. Hot sauce. Yeah. So, I don't see hamburger on there, though. Right. Or cheeseburger. 
<laughs> I yeah. uh, I don't know. There, uh, that that seems really stupid. Uh, particularly, like I'll I'll tell you uh, how I kind of feel. I I mean, I don't know who some of these people are that they're referring to. Most of them I do. Um, Brody is really stupid because he's not with the company. And if he wanted to do something with them, they'd be lucky. Right. So the fact that he is seemingly being written off, it's like presumptuous. And I think like delusional. Is it <laughs> too? weird that PCO isn't on that list? Because PCO is signed with Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. I didn't see Marty on there. And there's some stuff floating around saying that. Marty might be resigning, taking as much money as he can, and when the uh, when the company inevitably collapses, he walks away. Because hmm. do we? Is he gonna make it? Is like that company gonna make it another year? I don't know. It really depends on Sinclair. Sinclair has some money. It's more like it's certainly gonna be up for sale. Yeah. So AEW might get it either way. Hmm. Uh. I don't know. I, I've heard things there. There's some rumors that there might actually be some interest in like the WWE contract as well. Mm-hmm. And that being tied with the fact that since some of the other big money contracts were um, regretted, I guess, that AEW was giving out, they aren't giving out any more big money contracts. Although you, I would think, and you know, you said this, that Marty Skrull would be exempt from that. You, you mm-hmm. just never know because you really got to think about like when you start thinking about everything else is more and more believable. Mm-hmm. Um, AEW is bringing in less than a million viewers per week for TNT. Right. That's not good for a cable station when they could be putting on something else that would draw that. Right. Um, W like SmackDown and Raw are bringing in what two point five million ish mm-hmm. ish. The fact of the matter is there is no Wednesday Night War. Right. There is a company trying to do something different, trying to expose other people to you know this product, but. It's not a good... I wouldn't say that AEW was a good business decision by TNT, if you ask me. And that's coming from somebody who's a fan of wrestling. I don't think NXT was a good business decision from USA either. Mm -hmm. But... I... Unless they can start adding... You know, if they can't add a million viewers to that... I... And this is coming from like a strictly business standpoint. I, if I were TNT, would uh, seriously consider not renewing my contract with AEW at this point. Because hmm. they aren't bringing in new fans, I don't think. Like, they're not bringing in like a lot of them anyway. Right. They're under a million viewers. Like, what kind of show in a primetime spot like that isn't bringing in new viewers? Isn't bringing in like millions of viewers even? Mm-hmm. Do you? I mean, do you agree? Do you disagree? I mean, what are your thoughts on that? Um, 
I want to say that we haven't heard anything regarding Turner's thoughts on all this since I think pretty early in the show's run, but I like vaguely remember there being somebody was reporting uh, that they were hearing that Turner is pleased with AEW's numbers and they've fluctuated a bit, but I mean, I think they're averaging right around like eight uh, with like the low being that week they did like six. But um, what if they can't build on that? Because the numbers have only been like, well, I mean, yeah, you could say that about like any show, like if they don't build on their numbers and I think they they will build. Um, I think it certainly hurts them that uh, WWE uh, put NXT up there specifically to hurt AEW. Right. They didn't do it because they thought it was a good opportunity for NXT. I'm wondering what kind of it did the financials ever come out on like the deal that WWE got to put NXT on USA. Um, they should most of WWE's financials have to be released because they're a right. publicly traded company. I didn't know so, if you like looked at them or not. I hadn't looked at them, no, but they should be findable. I'm I'm wondering like because that had to have been deeply deeply discounted mm-hmm. for like USA to give up that time spot. Yeah. I almost wonder if they they didn't have some like uh, alternative content clause or something with like the raw deal, and they were to like would when alternative content is usually like they'll put up a documentary on some like random week or the tribute to the troops show or like extra stuff like that. I don't know. We'll see, or maybe we won't. I don't know. You can see. I think at um, least you. Yeah. So I I don't know I've I've started like looking at this and I'm I'm mostly enjoying AEW like there's a lot of things about AEW I don't like there are a lot of things about it I do like I'm gonna say like it's probably like a sixty forty split though mm-hmm. um, NXT is more like seventy thirty maybe eighty mm-hmm. twenty but like let realistically it's a better it's better all around they've got better talents they've got more money like they have every reason to be doing better than aew does right now and considering Mm -hmm. aew is what like three months old yeah uh i think they're doing fantastic and like i said i am very much enjoying it i watch aew when i have to choose between the two of them i pick aew Hmm. um even though i know nxt is going to be a better show nine times Mm -hmm. out of ten um Mm -hmm. that being said i've kind of been looking at it from like a business standpoint and especially when I'm like thinking about Marty Skrull who is like one of my favorite wrestlers like currently um you've got to look at stuff like that when you're thinking about who am I going to sign my next contract with right is this company still going to be around to finish out the contract for me right um, you know and it's just especially like even if it is your friends like your friends trying to bring you in your friends aren't paying you. This mm-hmm. guy who your friends have talked into paying them and, you know, being financially supportive of them is paying you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I would say, and this is going to come off how it comes off, that there has been some advantage taken by said friends. Uh, to get other 
guys in on a lot more money than they're probably worth. Mm. Um, you know, guys like, uh, and I'm sure like Brandon Cutler isn't making like a ton of money, but are right. you going to tell me you couldn't pay somebody the same amount of money who'd be more credible of an enhancement talent than Brandon Cutler? Probably so. Um, you know, I don't know. Like the the people that they've brought in with like big money contracts, Joey Janela, I'm sure is getting paid a ton more than he's probably. Worth. I was about to say, yeah. Well, he's we don't know why he's getting paid, but I assure you, it's worth more than um, he is. All due respect. Cassidy, I mean, it, we're gonna have to see something like eventually. Because right think... now he's getting a paid a lot for nothing and eventually people are going to get tired of it yeah but i mean <sighs> and then really like how long does that gimmick work before uh, he, he has to do something else jericho couldn't still be the Lionheart. Mm-hmm. you know what i mean like mm-hmm. orange cassidy especially like a gimmick like that you might get a year or two out of it before you have to evolve somehow and they'll cross that bridge when they get to it Right, I mean, right. Orange, right now he moves a ton of merch and generates some of the biggest pops. So I would say the, a case could be made. I don't know how you quantify or, you know, base the, or like, you know, uh, compare those things uh, to what he's getting paid. But there's, you know, s- there's stuff there uh, where one could make the argument that whatever they're paying him, he's worth it. Uh, I think there's like, there's larger. Uh, examples of dead weight on the roster currently. I agree. I, I just, you know, that was one that just came to mind because, like, the guy hasn't had him. I mean, he's been in a tri- trios match mm-hmm. so far. That's that's also it. Like, he hasn't had a match yet, right? Um, and then the guy that they're probably paying the most, Chris Jericho, has had like multiple matches, and I can't argue like against Chris Jericho being on the roster as much as oh, I don't no. want to see him wrestle anymore. Like, no, no, a hundred percent. Jim Ross is another guy who's 100% worth his money because people are going to come just for him. Uh, mm-hmm. Tony Schiavone is another guy. Excalibur is going to bring some people in, but not like Tony Schiavone. And, right. And, you know, that's just how it is. But it's – and the other thing is, and I've, I've mentioned this before, like wrestling is in a boom period this year, and it was mm-hmm. last year, and it probably will be next year. But it's trendy, and – Trends are trends. I don't think wrestling is going to be as hot as it is right at the moment forever. Um, I think we're in a more uptime for wrestling than we had been like for a few years here. But like, you know, there was the 90s, which was pretty slow until we got to Mm -hmm. the late 90s. And then we had a boom period. And then it kind of, you know, up until what, 2000, it was hot, hot, hot. And then like, around 2004 it was freaking dead mm-hmm. eventually it's going to come back down and is it going to be like financially viable for tnt to keep putting money into AEW? who isn't like a billion dollar a year company right. like wwe who's going to be able to survive however long they want to if i recall correctly i i think i remember um that I don't know that TNT is putting much into AEW outside of giving them the 
Okay, well, even beyond time. that, like, how much money is Tony Khan going to be able to get out of his dad, who isn't a wrestling fan like Tony Khan is? Because it's not Tony Khan's money. I mean... It, it's not. I don't know why you're panicking about AEW's financials. I, is it because well, there's I'm nothing else telling, going on this week? <laughs> no, it's because it, it's just it's just kind of like a deep dive. Like I got onto a topic and then it kind of like trailed off into that. And I think it's like it's another aspect of wrestling that we haven't talked about before. And I guess like maybe right. maybe it's not interesting to everybody, but like I I I have a very like business mind. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know why, but it's just like it's something else to consider. I'm just giving something else to think about for like this Marty's girl where it might not be as mm-hmm. like cut and dry. And it's a reason. I don't know why I'm like putting it out there for people to think about, because I don't think anybody who's listening to this is like considering going into a wrestling career, but like, it's just other ways to think about like, decision i guess business decision i don't know i don't know why i'm doing it it's something that's like kind of like clicked in my brain Mm -hmm. and i want to hear somebody else's input on it who has as much like not insight into the business because we have none but like somebody else's like thoughts on like what it is yeah and i mean if if you're not like into that like kind of thought process that's that's fine like i can stop right now it's just one of those things that like I kind of got it in my brain, and now I need to talk it out. I'm just here for the ride, man. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> I, I, I was just I was trying to give you something else to think about. I don't, I don't know, like I don't know. I, I like to think about things like that, and sometimes I don't know. Play the devil's advocate to all everybody's happy fun time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, feel free. Feel free. Yeah. If, if I. Yeah, I, I just yep. wanted to hear somebody else's thoughts on it, and I, if you don't have thoughts on it, like that's a hundred percent fine. Like I will, I will hundred percent I mean, let it go. It's an interesting take to counter what everybody else feels like is a slam dunk that Marty's going. Um, which I am. I mean, I wouldn't say it's a slam dunk because I don't know that there are very many things that are like sure things, especially but, in wrestling. But I would. I mean, if if we're like putting money on it, oh, if I'm ninety percent sure Marty's going to AEW. Right, and Don't it's get it's, me wrong. <laughs> it's not just which company is the most likely. If I was asked AEW or the field, I would still take AEW. Um, but I mean, yeah, I mean, it's it's not a, a slam dunk or anything, and it really shouldn't be reported that because that'll, uh, you know, it might drive his value down. Um, even, even Meltzer won't say that he's like a hundred percent going to AEW. No. And I wouldn't think that if I was Marty, like whether or not my best friends in the entire world, uh, ran a wrestling company or not, I wouldn't want the word, you know, if it determines my, my fiscal worth, I wouldn't want, um, the news to be that I'm definitely going to this company. Cause that means that, I mean, not that he's not going to get a fair deal, but he's not going to get the fairest deal. Um, I, I think that Marty Skrull commands a lot of money and I think he's worth every bit of it. I do too. I think he is the only thing keeping ring of honor afloat. Mm-hmm. 
And Marty Skrull goes, and I think Ring of Honor knows that, and they're going to yeah. throw a lot of money at him. Mm-hmm. But I think if he goes, that's it. <laughs> yeah. So I'm okay. Let's let's say realistically, there's an 85 percent chance he goes to AEW. There's a 14 percent chance he goes to WWE, and there's a one percent chance he goes back to Ring of Honor. Yeah, I could see it like that. <laughs> I think that's fair. I mm-hmm. think there is still like a good chance that he does go to WWE. I just think he's mm-hmm. probably going to AEW. Yeah. I'm not going to try I to mean, argue that at all. And I think if 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 Marty's smart, I mean, unless he just wants to go wrestle with his friends, I mean, there's like a certain value you can't like put a dollar sign on for that. But um, if he wants to like wrestle with his friends and make it worth his while, like, you know, the 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 rumor mill needs to churn a little bit that it's not just such a, a done deal that he would go there um, because you look at Orton puts up a couple um, social media posts and uh, he gets the most lucrative contract of his career, right. you know, and he was never, ever, 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 ever going to not wrestle for WWE. Right. Like, I, I think the Orton. uh leaving WWE was less likely um, than like Skrull's situation here as much as everyone wants to make that uh, to be a slam dunk. I think that the odds were even higher that nothing was going to happen with Orton. Um, But yeah, I don't know. I just want to see Marty like not on a sinking ship and treading water. So I see Marty like, let's say he decides to do WWE. Yeah. He's... Gonna get main roster money in NXT UK. My guess, he goes right into the main the main event uh, picture there. And what's that do for him? Well, he gets to have good matches on paper. He's gonna but... have a lot of money with yeah. Or they bring he's going to NXT first. That's happening because NXT is just as good as the main roster, and I think he knows it. I think he'd like being there better. But there's a learning curve before you go to. WWE there just is and that's why you know with the exception of Jericho Moxley uh MJF's an anomaly Mm -hmm. um but Jericho Moxley Cody those are the best talkers in AEW Mm -hmm. you know why why is that because they went through WWE ah yeah I don't think I'm wrong about that. I think that they produce more well-polished wrestlers than anybody else does. And I think that's another thing that AEW is missing is like that polishing. There's nobody mm-hmm. there to finish anybody. There's a lot of indie darlings coming in, but there's nobody to be like, okay, do this, and it's you know going to be better. Mm-hmm. Now, I think Guevara, Guevara, whatever the shit, being under and working so closely with Jericho, because I do believe that Jericho is taking a like an interest in Guevara Guevara mm-hmm. um, helps him. And I think he's going to get a lot of that from that, but Kenny Omega is not good at doing promos. That seems to be the case. <laughs> he is not going to train any of these women to do good promos. Right. Cody Rhodes. Dad is fucking dusty Rhodes. Nobody <laughs> has a better mentor than Cody Rhodes. Dustin Rhodes is his older brother. Mm-hmm. They are freaking promo legacy 
Like they're that's the that's just the promo family there. They're fine. MJF has this crazy natural skill, and I don't know where it came from. Yeah, I don't know. Trent isn't going to go out and cut a fantastic promo right now. Mm-hmm. And he's been wrestling for how long already? Right. That's a disadvantage there. I think that Marty Skrull, and I, you know, Marty Skrull's probably better off, but I guarantee if you like have him writing his own promos, a lot of guys can't do that. A lot of people can't just do that. So that's part of why, like, I don't know. There's there's a big difference between like I don't know what like really I know what I'm trying to say. It's just it's very I don't know. As much crap as everybody <laughs> likes to talk about WWE, I think that they have a very good machine running and when somebody does get through it and somebody is successful there, I think they're better for it. Yeah. And even yeah. people who aren't successful, like Cody Rhodes, and it's arguably aren't successful because I think he was successful in WWE. Oh, for sure, he won a ton of ton of belts, had some uh, memorable storylines and uh, angles. It, it, but it, I don't know. Like I don't know where they're going to get that in AEW because they don't teach you that at PWG. They don't teach you that in Ring of Honor. They don't teach you that in Japan. They sure as shit don't teach you that in Japan. Mm-hmm. And I think that's going to be something that AEW misses too, um, unfortunately. Unless you've got Jericho like after he loses the belt retiring and starts giving te- like acting lessons. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rhodes, I think, has taken acting lessons. Like I think he has, yeah. I think that may have even been a news story once. Even Brandy, like, honestly, she says a bunch of dumb shit, but it sounds like, you know, it sounds well orchestrated, at least. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It, yeah. It just doesn't, I don't care about it. Right. Uh, anyway, what's next for Cody? What do you think's next for Cody? <sighs> I mean, it seems like it's not, surprisingly not, jumping right into MJF. It's the... Blade and the Butcher. So they need to stop bringing guys out the way that they're doing it. Mm -hmm. Because these Who Are You chants are not getting it. Yes. Uh, (laughs) These guys, I think that would have been a much more impactful moment if uh, they had just held off on the Dark Order promos Mm -hmm. uh, and run Blade and the Butcher promos for a few weeks instead. Yeah. So that way, when there was, there could have been some sort of cue or signal that it was these guys and they're finally appearing and then they'd appear and people wouldn't like know who they were necessarily, but they would have been like tipped right. off. That these guys were coming. Well, they could um, have done the same thing with the, with, uh, the dark order. Well, the problem with the dark order is they premiered them during their non television right. point in time. Right. But I, I honestly like the, the difference is the Dark Order looks like shit. Yeah, <laughs> they look like shit. Mm-hmm. Um, these guys look like shit, but it's interesting shit. Mm-hmm. I I'm interested in the Butcher and the Blade, not so much against like Cody and Enhancement Talent Number One, right? But the, the oh Butcher right, yeah, that's Blade, who his partner is. Yeah. yeah, the Butcher and the Blade, I am interested in. 
Mm-hmm. I can give a shit about Allie. I mean, it's cool, but whatever. Yeah, she's just window dressing. Um, I I think they have a cool look. I think they look like, I mean, the, the one guy w- who's like balding and like refusing to accept it is a little. Eh. Yeah, but like I think they have a cool look to them. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm cool with them. I don't care what anybody else says about it. They're not the freaking Dark Order 2.0. Um, it'll be interesting. I just wish they were going into a different, um, a different story than Cody. But yeah, I don't know. Thoughts, opinions, anything I didn't say. That you didn't <laughs> no, say I uh, agree with all of that. Um, I, I think it's it's weird. There's a lot of weirdness going on with that the Cody and. Uh, uh, his new feud, uh, just, yeah, especially because, yeah, like it's the, because MJF should be the feud. I feel like and, they're trying to do too much. And like, even if they're trying to put it off, it, this isn't the, an angle that makes sense to put off because Cody is like, it, it was like when Daniel Bryan came back and his first feud was with a uh, big cast. It's like, no, his issues with The Miz. Why are we sitting through this multi-month-long <laughs> big cast feud before we got to The Miz, the like obvious feud? Um, yeah, and then also, like, it's tough to debut a uh, tag team against a singles competitor. It also doesn't make sense there. Um, plus, plus... Um, this group that is feuding with Cody does have a female competitor, which like sort of opens the door for Brandy to get involved. But then she's doing uh, the like kind of dark gimmick, which is also not unsimilar to this Blade and the Butcher gimmick. What's also, her? It's, uh, what's it's her just kind of messy. The, the Nightmare something? Nightmare Collective. So why are her and Awesome Kong in there, but Cody isn't, and he's the American Nightmare? They're fucking. That's up. a good question because <laughs> I'm I'm a hundred percent sure that's why they were the Nightmare Collective. Is it's a play on the American Nightmare? Um, but yeah, it's there's they're fucking up. There's too much <laughs> going on. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. But I that, think that, I think what they're doing is they're doing a bad job of setting up the dominoes in that instead of like kind of doing it like piecemeal one at a time they're they take like the box of dominoes and are just dumping them out onto the floor and hoping they stand up like upright and in an intricate design right. and it's like they, they should really just be like carefully taking their time slowly introducing this stuff because like the brandy character was not there, there was they she just was this character suddenly like we didn't see this like slow dip into madness or whatever. It was just like she was one week the like chief brandy officer, and then like the next week was like oh I get, I'm like a a witch now or whatever she is. Um, yeah, yeah. It's just it's it's too much too soon. And oftentimes when you have to communicate all this new stuff, it comes off very messy. And this is certainly the case of of that. Yeah, I. That all being said, though, now that we've picked it apart completely, this was a very good promo. Mm-hmm. It, it reminded me very much of like Ric Flair. Um, I enjoyed it. 
I don't mm-hmm. know why it re- reminded me of Ric Flair. Maybe it's because he was throwing his belongings down in the ring, but yeah, no, it was it was him. Well, first of all, it's just like it's the blonde hair. So and then the blonde hair and like the suit and stuff. It's very he he does very much have a Ric Flair uh, aesthetic to him. And he's more Ric Flair than Dusty Rhodes. Yeah. And I'm certain that uh, if he's taking acting courses, he's also watching like promo film. Oh, 100%. Uh, and just like his style and his clear affinity for like old, like NWA WCW era wrestling. Like there's not a chance that he doesn't model his promo style uh, a in the in like at the very least uh uh a tiny bit off of rick flair but then also other rick flair tropes um where he wasn't doing it in like a heel way of like putting himself above his opponent or the people by talking about all this cool stuff he has he was still like listing off all these like the 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 brand the name brand dropping and just talking about expensive items that he owns in general um, the like kind of maniacal like disrobing and tossing this stuff everywhere it's these are Ric Flair tropes like check the boxes all the way down the line did you have um, expect him to start like uh, elbow dropping his jacket and, like face <laughs> flopping yeah a little bit. Uh, yeah, no, Cody is, uh, he's a good promo. Suddenly a good promo. Yeah. Or maybe not suddenly. I don't know. The only, like, the only thing down on Cody, and this, like, isn't his fault, but, like, you can see his lisp. You can't hear it anymore, but you can, you can see, see it. it. Yeah. Uh, and see it, it always puts me off, but I still enjoy a good Cody promo. Mm-hmm. Nia Rose versus the librarian. The only thing that came from this was, was this where they did the, uh, the, uh, what's her name spot where they were making fun of, uh, you know who, Mm -hmm. what what the hell's her name? Britt Baker. Yes. Yeah. That was about it. <laughs> that was the best part. Yeah. Um Then Jericho came out and did the list thing again. Which he just said was stupid like last mm-hmm. week. Mm-hmm. No, but this is the lexicon. I don't care. Yeah. I didn't enjoy this as much as I I think that this was totally fine it was all of his old things like mixed in together having the repetitive like shit on the list yes yeah well as long as we don't see it again right like if if the lexicon is back next week then this jericho thing like it'll still be good for a little bit but this may may very well be the sign that it's hit its pinnacle and it's just gonna like just decline from here like that that needed to be a one week shtick i don't i don't want to see the lexicon again Right. Which uh, the the funniest part of this wasn't any of Jericho's shtick. It was him revealing the lexicon of Jericho, and then Tony Schiavone saying, uh, I mean, "He he kind of like quoted Princess Bride. He's like that word he keeps using. I don't think it means what he think it means. What he thinks it means." <laughs> Did you <laughs> but, like the uh, AJ Styles call out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alan James. That was probably, real name. Yeah. Good stuff. And the the armbar, armbar. Mm-hmm. Moxley. 
Oxley. <laughs> Armbar. Yeah. Um, Luchasaurus was funny. I liked that. Yeah, uh, dinosaurs have been marginalized for 65 million years. <laughs> I did not like Margot Stunt. Margo no, Stunt. no, he's never good when he's doing things. He looks like a child having a tantrum. Yeah. Also, Jungle Less, Boy was fine. Yeah. I enjoyed Jungle Boy. Yeah, I think Jungle Boy is... Uh, he's a long-term project, but I think he's... Uh, I think he they have something there. If they build him carefully. Chris Statlander versus Hikaru Shida. I'm just going to go ahead and say that I do not like Chris Statlander. I think the I, alien thing is stupid. Yes. So I think she's uh, like physically impressive, albeit uh, she sort of has that like Luchasaurus like kind of it looks like some of her strikes sometimes are, it's like she's underwater, mm-hmm. you know, like they're, they're like, Slow technically, motion so she doesn't yeah. actually kill you. They're like technically proficient. Like it looks like she knows what she's doing with, with all this stuff, but it's just, and it's the, the accurate, the, like they land where they're supposed to, but it's just like, if you were fighting, you wouldn't be moving that slow. Cause the person could literally like duck under your slow moving kick. If I'm honest, uh, like I wasn't, I'm not a big fan of Sheeta either. I like Sheeta actually, I, I, and this made me sad because um, it led me to believe that I I was under the impression that they also saw something in Sheeta, and now I think it's just she accidentally got like a five on one record, and they're like, oh no, we got to bring her back down to the rest of the division because I thought it was cool that they were building up somebody else to be like, no, look, this the number the. the this rising star of the division has like a better resume than the champion. Um, like this is going to set up a big clash, but then this week was very much like a, nope, nobody's special. Everyone gets to lose. It, Everyone's but, special. So nobody's special. Also, she's an alien somehow. The other one. Right. Well, I don't like the, I don't like the chair spot that she does in every single match. Right. I don't like the video game shit. Like she looks like a video game character. Mm hmm. And I don't like the kendo stick. And like yeah. the posing with the kendo stick. Mm-hmm. Everything else she does is perfectly fine. But I don't like... I just don't like the other stuff. And I don't like the fact that she's claiming to be fucking alien. That's stupid. Oh, the satellite... Yeah, I'm. that is dumb. <laughs> that is not going to work. I don't know how they're... Maybe it was just to like get her into the company, <laughs> but that's a stupid character, and it's not going to work. And now we're doing the new Straight Edge Society, apparently? Uh, yeah, that was uh, weird how uh, glaringly lifted from Straight Edge Society that was. I do like that they were like they they literally only invested like 10 seconds into trying to shave her head and were like this isn't working and just went to the back mm-hmm. <laughs> and posted on social afterwards cuz that would have been a uh, that would have been like Mark Henry trying to rip off the cage door levels of excruciating TV. Right. Have you seen that clip? <laughs> no, but I can imagine. Yeah. Uh, Chris Daniels versus Pentagon. Not the best match I've seen these two guys put on. Not into it. 
if uh, just because I don't know, I, Daniels is fine, but he's like he's kind of in that like Jericho mode of he's clearly lost a step. Um, I think he's better as part of the group and not isolated. And then also, I don't want to see him with Pentagon unless it's SCU versus uh, Lucha Brothers. And then even then, I think Penta versus Daniels is my least favorite combination that we could get. Right. Well, I see. I like Pentagon, but he's it's no. I like Pentagon too. It's more just like Pentagon versus Kaz. Sign me up. Pentagon versus Scorpio. Like, can I get a series of matches? But like Pentagon versus Daniels. Yeah, I'm good. If you just wanted to do the spot where he cost him the battle royal. Because remember, he like, I mean, I guess the match was like sort of warranted, but I'd feel like Pentagon got his comeuppance that nobody was really hoping he'd get just from being cost the like the in the battle royal or whatever, or having been attacked after the pay-per-view match. Like, I think that just should have been it. It's weird that the feud has been transitioned from uh, Daniels's partners who actually have the belts to just him. Because it's kind of just like, yeah, why does Pentagon care? Maybe they're running a singles angle with him. <laughs> I mean, that's the only explanation for like changing the way it was going to go, right? Mm. Yeah, maybe. Even though Scorpio Sky, I feel like, is the singles talent in that group. Oh, easily. Oh, well, what can you do? What can you do? We can do Joey Janela versus John Moxley, which I just... Uh... Joey Janela is my fast forward. I don't like him. <laughs> I wanted to, uh, like, I, he was never going to be my like, favorite guy, but, like, I really thought he was going to be, like, a solid, like, mid-card piece. And even, especially when they wanted to, like, do some, like, dumb, like, plunder stuff, I thought he was, like, a, a great addition to the company. And, I mean, a lot of that stuff he's done has been his best stuff with the company. Right. But just, like... <laughs> He finally got some mic time, and I was like blown away because I was under the impression that he had like had charisma or could like read a good line. Uh, but I, I don't know. It, it, I don't think he. It, I don't think his what he was given this week was not super captivating, and well, whatever buried him too. That didn't help. Well, anything. yeah, but like to the point of the segments, like. Janela was like cutting this promo and then Moxley comes in and says a couple words and like outshines them. So it's like, it almost doesn't matter what Moxley said. The fact that it was so easily, he was so easily buried, I think is the problem. Not that he was buried. Like if Janela was cool and like had been given a good promo, then Moxley would have just looked like a jerk. But right. he like that only like, stung because Janelle is kind of a goober <laughs> kids and right? then he goes out and beats him in like a yeah. relatively decisive match like so, a decisive for AEW match that's the problem that they have is decisiveness and outcomes everything is very competitive and it shouldn't be as competitive as it is Mox should have just come out and beaten the shit out of him and it should have been over he should be enhancement number one Mm-hmm. Joey Janela, not Knox. Uh, right. But, you know, I don't know. 
kids. Kids. <laughs> Buried him. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, man. Agreed. So, I don't know. That's pretty much, I mean, there was some NXT stuff, but nothing, like, super cool happened, I guess. It was Mm -hmm. all, like, good, except for stupid Sons of Anarchy or whatever. You're right. (laughs) That was dumb, because Mm -hmm. it was supposed to be dumb. Cassius Ono Ono and Riddle are back at it again. Which I don't need to see. No, I I think that Cassius Ono needs to switch to tights. I, I don't do like too. seeing his cottage cottage cheese legs. Or just like uh, I uh, I mean there's no like soft way of saying this. Like it's can gross. you just like can you just like get back in shape, dude? <laughs> right. Like it's it's impressive that you're like three hundred pounds and like lost none of your athleticism, but you just don't look like a guy that can beat people up just because you're you're big. There's like big and then there's like soft. Yeah. You know, like like Joe isn't super defined, but he's like a brick wall of a man, you know, and Well, like he that. also looks like he would freaking kill you. He doesn't look like yeah. a nice guy. Well, he 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 also just doesn't look soft. Right. Like I think I think Hero has like he doesn't like he doesn't have, like the beard and like the like I don't think he necessarily looks like not like I don't think he like has a, a nice like look about him. It's like he's like his presentation is soft. His like body language is soft. His Samoa yeah. Joe is the only guy I've ever seen wearing puka shell a puka yeah. shell necklace that I thought <laughs> could kick my ass. Mm-hmm. Umaga was another guy who didn't have like definition, but was just like big, right? You know, Mark Henry, the same. I would same. say, like, Trevor Murdoch. Yeah. Trevor Murdoch looks like uh, this has been probably used too much. A potato with arms. <laughs> yeah, like, there's there's big and then there's soft. And, I mean, you can uh, – this according to our show's canon, you know, like, Hero's one of my guys. I keep calling him Hero. I'm sorry. I don't want to be that fine. guy who calls him by his indie name. Um, but to be, to be fair, to be fair, um, (laughs) he's on my list as hero, not as Cassius Ono. Um, so that's how I, that's how I know him and I love him, but uh, just so that I'm, I don't want to come off as a certain way, but yeah. And I, I, I agree. I, I think the basketball thing is like a cool look. Uh, it's cool how he can like customize it. And if he's like a, a face he can do the hometown team if he's a heel he can do like the rival um there's like a lot to work with there if they like ever started selling them legally if they could i feel like there's probably some copyright issue even if they don't actually use logos or anything like i i know there's a ton of confusingly similar yeah there's a ton of crossover um like basketball and wrestling fans um i know that those would sell but just like the presentation needs to be worked on a bit. And I don't know. He used to, uh, in the Indies before he switched to like trunks when he, uh, um, was tagging with Cesaro. Um, and I think honestly, I think he's even admitted that's why he was in such good shape 
is because he was teaming with Cesaro and he was like, I got to work out. <laughs> Cesaro can move back to NXT if that's what it takes. Yeah. Um, but before that, he wrestled in like baggier kind of like almost track pants like stuff. And I think it would those would also fit his aesthetic if they got if he got those to look like the like warm up suits for the NBA team that he was wearing the knockoff jersey of. And I think that would be fine. I, I think that would be a totally fine look. I don't know. I mean, I guess I'd have to see it, but it would fit. It would still fit his aesthetic. He wouldn't have to change it. And I think it would overall help his appearance. But we'll see. I don't know. He's uh, it's, it's whatever. Um, Kushida and Cameron Grimes did have a match on NXT. So if you're going to watch anything, go back and check that out. Mm-hmm. I heard it was good, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Kushida's... Man, he should have been in the Survivor Series match. <laughs> I'm still pissed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's whatever. Fine, mm-hmm. he's not. Yeah. Um, I don't think there's really anything else to discuss wrestling-wise, maybe, unless there's something you want to go into. There was a nice farewell package to Cornetta on NWA. Yeah, that was weird. Uh, I guess we we talked when the news was like when we like we brushed over it to kind of talk shit about Ring of Honor, but uh, Luke Harper's free now, um, and we even talked about uh, another segue would have been when we talked about where Marty was or wasn't going. Um, do you have a, a feel of where uh, I would assume he's likely going back to uh, the Brody Lee character name? He copyrighted the name. So even if it's not Big Rig Brody Lee, which I don't think it should be, I don't think he needs to be the wrestling trucker. I think Brody Lee was probably fine on its own. Now, he's a guy, I don't know that he necessarily has ties to any of the management there now. But he was a former, like he was signed to WWE from Ring of Honor. I think he's more likely um, to go to Ring of Honor than he is to go to AEW. Right. And, I mean, I think an, an obvious one. Well, actually, would, what is um, what is Arn Anderson's tie to AEW? I think he's a producer. Because Arn Anderson really likes him. Okay. Then that's probably where he'll go, because I think the the best actual fit based on like, um, like who's running the company behind the scenes would be Gabe Sapolsky and Evolve, because that's who was in charge of Ring of Honor during his time there. The problem there being, Evolve is essentially the feeder system to the feeder system, right of WWE. So that just kind of seems like a not even a lateral move, just like a yeah. So I don't see that happening. I think yeah, if it, the the Arn thing, I think makes a lot of sense. What about NWA? Uh, they'd be lucky to get him. I think that'd be a great fit. Although they have a ton of guys with like beards and stuff. <laughs> like, would he just be another like bearded guy on the show? Um, no, because I think he's a little. I think he's different. I don't know. Like, uh, I don't know. Uh, who knows? He, wherever he goes, he's going to be successful if he's given a chance. I can't say the same about the Ascension or Sin Cara. Right. So, 
or Hunico, whatever. Mm-hmm. Hunico. I don't know. I'm I'm glad he got his release. I really liked Luke Harper, and I'm I'm upset. Or, uh, it's unfortunate that he never really got a fair chance in WWE. Mm-hmm. I'm excited about his uh, his future endeavors, if you will. You know, he also could come straight into AEW and feud with Mox. Yeah, that they've would, got the history. That would probably get over. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything else? Mm. Uh, I've completely fallen off, so I don't know what is happening with the uh, with it right now. But um, let me see if I can. I don't know. Is there anything else going on right now? Uh, I was talking about the World Tag League. Um, I haven't watched anything since uh, I talked last about it. Um, but let me see if I can pull up some. Ooh, the final is. Did that happen today? I think it did. Um, yeah, so there's some World Tag League stuff out there. Uh, it looks like. How does this thing work? I don't know. Oh, it looks like Jericho was on the show. The Pain Maker is back. Cut a promo video. This is exciting uh, radio, I guess we call it. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. There's uh, Tag League stuff out there. NWA's pay-per-view is coming up, too. End of the fire. Yes, it is. So that'll probably be decent, at least. I think so. That could be... Is that going to happen um, before we record next? I'm not 100% sure. I know it's going to be on fight, but I don't know anything like beyond that. Okay. And it's, it's probably going to be 10 15 bucks. Yeah. So I think it's probably totally worth it. Like there, there isn't anybody on NWA that I don't like seeing. Right. So. Mm-hmm. And I I don't know who all this is having a match against. Eli Drake is like, I guess kind of the most obvious, but I don't think that's the direction they're going. I think. Mm-hmm. I think Drake and Kennedy have a match. Probably first. I don't know. Hard to tell. Yeah. But whatever whatever they decide to do, I'm sure it'll be fantastic. Yeah, exactly. Holy moly. Okay. Uh, sorry. I, I finally found uh, a comprehensive breakdown of what happened on the uh, World Tag League final show that happened this morning. So as I had said before, we had... Uh, Jericho making his uh, return again via video package, um, cutting a promo on Tanahashi. Um, but the uh, big time noteworthy news, like this is, I'm surprised this is for uh, this show would have run this morning. I'm surprised this isn't circulating like wildfire. Um, so apparently somehow. Moxley flew over to Japan 
and did a run-in um, and attacked Lance Archer after uh, you know Archer and Suzuki had been tagging in this uh, this tournament. Um, and after their match on today's card, he uh, Mox ran in and attacked Archer and said that he was coming for him on uh, at Wrestle Kingdom. He wants his belt back. Nice. That's so, actually that's kind of cool. I'm I'm interested Lan- in that. Yeah, Lance Archer and Moxley for the U.S. title at Wrestle Kingdom. He never did technically lose it. Never lost it. So who's your favorite wrestler this week? Um, That's a good question. I'm trying to think if there is anybody worth um, giving it to from SmackDown. We didn't talk about it at all because I don't think the show is worth talking about necessarily, but I I was live in attendance at the SmackDown Live uh, show Friday. Watching uh, Roman Reigns eating dog food. Watching Roman Reigns eating dog food. Yep, I saw that. <laughs> uh, he is the big dog after all. He is the big dog. Uh, and it was cool to see the Fiend thing in person, although like a little less cool because I, I sort of think it's lame now. <laughs> um, other than like as lame as Seth Rollins, cool. Uh, no, because I'm kind of turning on Seth now. Actually, I mean, I haven't seen Seth since he, he, if he's not Twitter Seth Rollins anymore, um, then I'm 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 off the bandwagon again. But if his character is Twitter Seth Rollins, but like on TV, then I'm back on the Seth Rollins bandwagon. I just didn't watch Raw last week, so I don't know if that is or isn't the case. Um, I don't know. Who's my favorite wrestler? Uh, Mox is so cool, uh, but I feel like I've been picking him a lot lately. Not that that should matter. If your favorite wrestler, it should be your favorite wrestler. Um I don't know. Let's go with a slightly off the wall one. Uh, let's go with Dustin Runnels for the uh, the 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 tassels, specifically for the tassels. And what was kind of a down week in wrestling? Whatever tassels decide the favorite wrestler. I I like when people participate in the like young bucks antics. Like it was very akin to when uh, the former Kevin Steen would uh, come out in like Bucks wear just because he was tagging with them that week or whatever. Was that Mount Rushmore? Yeah. Or fake Mount Rushmore. I don't know if Kevin... Was Kevin Steen or was it Adam Cole who was in Mount Rushmore? I feel like they were both in, but maybe different versions because I think it was always... It was like the Bucks, Super Dragon, and then a fourth. Hmm. I want to say there was two different iterations. I think one was Cole and one was Steen. But I could be wrong. But it was at least one of them. <laughs> well, you stole my favorite wrestler again this week. Really? Uh, yeah. Nice. It wasn't that obscure. So I'm going to go with Joey Mercury. Hey, that's he, a good one. Because he's been doing the Lord's work. Because he's outing Mr. Dipshit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love that that's how he's entered in his phone now. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Uh, so I talked about all of the uh, the AEW run-ins on the New Japan show. I didn't actually talk. Uh, so my my what would have been my pick, the guys that I was uh, hoping would win this whole thing. No, not Colton Yano, unfortunately. Um, but uh, Finley and Juice won the World Tag League. That makes the most sense. 
So they will, uh, it's them and uh, the gorillas at Wrestle Kingdom. That card's really shaping up now. Yeah. Might be worth a look, but, you know. Oh, it's definitely worth a look, even if. Sand New Japan and stupid. If they could get an app that wasn't complete shit. Right. If I could watch it on Roku. Mm hmm. If it was even as good as Disney freaking Plus. Because Disney Plus's app is broken. Yeah. I, um, yeah, I mean, I will definitely be checking it out. Um, yeah, even if I don't, even if I, I, don't necessarily break down and do the New Japan World. I'll be, I'll watch it for sure. Can't miss it. You know, yo ho, yo ho. Hmm. <laughs> I'll probably be trying to find Into the Fire as well. Be watching it with Kyrie Sane, if you will, or at least her I don't old think gimmick. She's a pirate anymore. Yeah, the old gimmick, the yachting enthusiast. Yeah, as Jr. called her in the May Young Classic. That was a good line, I thought. That was probably the best thing JR did in that last WWE run was calling her a yachting enthusiast. It was just funny. Anything else before we sign off? No, I don't I'm gonna hesitate to skim the new Japan results because I'll probably find something else worth mentioning. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess next week we will have not probably watched TLC yet. But... Probably not. That's fine. It doesn't matter. It's not going to be good. It doesn't matter. No. I wonder if Into the Fire was tonight. I mean, I didn't yesterday. see anything about it, but like, heck, if Moxley can do a run in in Japan and, and get very it. little play, yeah. It wasn't on Twitter either. I was just looking at my wrestling Twitter and there was nothing yeah, on there. Yeah, it seems like you can't help but like walk into wrestling spoilers and well, somehow that one. So I have multiple Twitter accounts. I have like a personal Twitter account. I have different Twitter accounts for like each thing that I'm interested in. So I don't just see a bunch of like shit. Gotcha. And because uh, I'm a crazy person like that. Yeah, that makes sense. You can merge them all together. Mm -hmm. um, but I literally. There's nothing. Um, <laughs> Cody, Cody, uh, tweeted out, dot, 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 you're cutting off their hair now. <laughs> um, but <laughs> I don't know why that tickles me so much, <laughs> but it does. Oh yeah, John Morrison signed officially with the WWE. Oh yeah, that was that'd a thing. Be, that'll be something. We should have talked about that more. Yeah, I think we talked about it as much as we should have just now. Um. Yeah, that's it. Wrestling's over for the week. <laughs> we'll talk about it again next week. Yeah. The end. Yeah. So, that buckles like a wake-up call. You abide by the rules, but you don't have a law. You know I want it all. And I don't care if I gotta bring you through the 
want to run but just to see you fall This might be standing to you but this is what I dream It's cause I wanted more You went and pulled the steel ladder Wrapped the crime to the top and then you hesitated If you ain't reaching for the belt the hell you wanted for I got more attitude than rock back in 97 Second prayers leave you buried like I've been the reverend We've been convinced seconds The final call is in I give it all the way no matter who's been following what it costs to say you've been the great That three count is the past and now you sealed your fate A lot of people claim they want it, most will come and go But I'm committed for forever, welcome to the show